0: Gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the agency power show. Hello, everyone. This is Cash Miller again, the host of Marketing Masters and CEO of Titan Digital. Today, we're going to be talking social media. I've got with me Jasmine Hafiz of Eximius Social, and she is an expert in social and especially for e-commerce. So this is gonna be a really good topic to cover. You know, It's gonna be about building you know, your brand through social, how you can sell more. We've got a ton of stuff to cover. Jasmine, tell us a little bit about yourself. It's great to have you.
1: Hi, Cash, thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. Uh, my name is Jasmine and I am the founder and owner of Eximius Social and we specialize in digital marketing for e-commerce businesses with a specialization
2: in social media marketing.
0: It's great. So we've got a really good topic and you are a pro at it because you work with e-commerce businesses. So we'll have a little bit of spin on this. You know, it's not just um, social for any type of business. Like a lot of these principles will apply to other types of companies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, e-commerce has really taken over the landscape a bit. You know, like we do so much shopping online and such and building a social media you know, brand and putting together campaigns has become really paramount for a lot of companies to to grow. Mm -hmm. So let's get started. You know, I want to dive right in. Um, You know, when it comes to social media, like there are so many ways that we can use it, but I want to start off with, you know, the most straightforward because social media is about a conversation and engaging, you know, your customer. So let's talk Mm -hmm. about that. You know, when you're when you're putting together a social media campaign, how do you you know work on customer engagement? How do you grow that you know so that you're you, you know to build that voice for your you know for a company?
1: Well, we start off all with brand voice, and of course, you know the most important thing about having a company is knowing who's going to be your customer base. So when we're thinking of our brand voice, we're like, you know, if it's a fun product, obviously we wanna be whimsical. And our customers usually, you know, they are what we based our product off of off of, uh, you know, the brands I work with. Mm-hmm. So when we're working with social media, it's the perfect place for having real time customer engagement. So when we put out anything, whether it's a, you know, a graphic or a video, we do you know we obviously promote the product but and hop on trends but of course our whole focus is on the customer so for all the brands that i work with i make it a real important factor where we you know do a lot of user generated content ugc mm-hmm. and that gets other people to see that you know other people are using this brand's products and that really helps foster you know the um, customer company relationship. It helps grow a community and people are talking to each other in the comments and to the brand about, you know, the brand overall and the products that they sell.
0: Hmm. So when you're, you know, really creating that content and such, what kind of things are you trying to, you know, you talk user generated content, but mm-hmm. how do you really get people to provide that stuff? You know, like what's, what are the, some of the strategies that you would do to get people, you know, them to create content that you're going to be able to use.
1: Yep. Um, so say we're putting out a graphic um, for a product and in the captions, our copy will be like tag us in your stories or videos. And we, I hope my brands um, reuse that, that, um, that content on their, on our stories and back onto our feeds. So again, it shows that other people are using the product and it kind of comes back full circle. So you keep on repeating this process of showing, hey, we would love to see you guys using our products and us posting about it constantly. Um, Again, most of the most famous brands you, you know and see because you see other people using their products or promoting that so the more eyes we can get on a product and the more people that you know end up buying from the e-commerce business
0: yeah because like i mean the nice thing about user generated content i mean it takes a bit to engage them but if you can Mm -hmm. get them doing that um you'll have the chance you know i mean they're creating it for you things that you can then repurpose is what you're saying yes okay so if you're you know, really doing that, I mean, from your end, strategically, you know, how much monitoring do you need to do on social profiles? Because if they're generating the content, you've got to pick up on it to be able to repurpose it. So what does that look like for you a little bit? You know, because if you're a market, if you're a business owner and you have to do this either on your own or you've got some staff or you're working with an agency, you know, and I say, what does that look like for them?
1: Yep, as a business owner, you know, when you're working, you know, on your whole other side of business, you know, with your products and then having social media on top of that, it could get really stressful. That's why my company helps these business owners monitor um, pretty much the people that are talking about them. I use a platform called Meltwater and it basically pulls up information on all of the brands that I'm working with. And that way it could be like, oh, so and so tagged, you know, this company in their story, in their feed, on, uh, you know, or it's getting a lot of um, a lot of traction on social media and we just jump onto that seeing what's causing the traction, um, seeing if it's negative or positive. If it's negative, we have to, you know, work with the brand owner to see how we can spin that. And if it's positive, we just go back and, you know, look through the content that the people tag us in and if it you know plays into our brand story, and uh, we just go ahead and reshare that.
0: Okay, so, so, so yep. well, I was going to say you. So you said you're using an outside system, which you know, of course, mm-hmm. the agencies we do that, but um, you know, so give some advice on using that. Like, what is that kind of a system? Not just that one, you know, that you mentioned, but others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, how is that going to be a time saver for them? Really help them, you know, be a bit more strategic about this, and you know make it so their lives, you know, cause it can be hard. You get a lot of comments yeah. and stuff. So you don't want to be doing these things manually.
1: Yeah. Um, again, I, I feel like, of course, every, um, you know, company brand owner, if you're doing this yourself, you have to find a system that works for you. Um, the system that works for me as an agency owner is, like I said, is Meltwater because it helps me, um, you know, have a lot of brands on the platform at once and it kind of pulls up, when you know you're monitoring social media, you want to see where you're getting mentioned. You don't want to manually like you know go through your Instagram likes and like mm-hmm. scroll through. That's gonna take you forever, especially as your brand grows. I work with brands with like over 150 thousand followers to almost I think the highest brand I work with right now is at two million. Okay. Um, so it's pretty much impossible to go through your likes and see who's saying what. Um, so a social monitoring, like you know. Um, SaAS pretty much helps you kind of stream streamline that. Yeah. And as an agency owner with you know working with whatever number of brands I'm working with, it just helps us like filter through that real quick. So what could take an individual person probably like one and a half to two hours? I can shorten that to like 30 minutes on my end.
0: Okay, well that's good because they say business owners don't always realize the tools that are essentially available, Mm
2: -hmm. you know, for
0: them to do some of these things that make your life a bit easier and you know they can be set up for notifications and such, you know, when something comes up that is significant that they really need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And that's that's kind of the idea. And of course as you you know, grow your following and you've got more people that are engaging with that brand, you're gonna need to have those tools in place. Otherwise it, it just, you can't keep up. Yeah. And so that's that's great, you know. Um, okay, so now if we're talking about like, you know, taking social media, you know of all of the different platforms you know that exist for digital marketing and types of advertising we can do social media is the one that has the ability for brand enhancement yeah yes. and really putting you out there so how do you go about you know if you were working with a company like From the beginning, what would be some of the steps you would take to be able to build that up? You know, that you've got a company that hasn't really done anything to this point, Mm -hmm. and you're kind of taking over and you're saying, okay, this is these are the strategies we're going to use to get your brand out there on social media. What would that look like for you?
1: Well, let's see, let's say I'm just onboarding a client. We of course first want to see what product they're selling, and then whoever, you know, I ask. You, who's your ideal who's your target audience and if you don't know that's perfectly fine we go through that now as you all may know so each social media platform is for a different target market right you're not going to have like fun and whimsical things so much on linkedin as you would on tiktok or instagram so we find the target market and i always suggest to be on at least two social media platforms two to three that way you know People can see that you're, you know, everywhere, kind of. Um, So when we're creating that, we first, you know, we find out your target market, what social media platforms we want to be on, and then we work on branding. You know, this includes your logos, your slogans, what's your color combos, all of that. And then on all the platforms that we're using, we want to make it consistent. So we keep the same branding on all the platforms. And then we start posting, you know, if it's a brand that has never posted and it's, you know, completely new to the e-commerce world and we're building their brand, we kind of just play around for about two weeks, seeing, you know, what works better, um, graphics with text on it, or just images, or, you know, funny videos, videos that show people, or is it just the product that does better? We kind of play around and then whatever hits and takes is what we kind of essentially build off of. And then once we have a, you know, a community growing, um, I pretty much just ask the community, oh, what would you guys like to see next? What would mm-hmm. you like to see more of? And then we just take those and build off of that. Um, so essentially building, I would say building the e-commerce brand from scratch, I, you know, have more fun with just because, you know, it's kind of like your baby that you're like, you know, helping grow up. Yeah. But with brands that already have an established online presence we just kind of use what they are already doing see see what's working what's not working and adjust that and go from there
0: so what you're saying like if okay so if you're a brand new and this could would apply to any business not just Mm e-commerce if you're really going to try to grow an audience you want to start with some experimentation because we can kind of figure out okay you know who's our you know ideal you know client or follower or what, who, what's that target audience we're trying to attract. But once we think we have them kind of dialed in, then it's a matter of, okay, what is actually going to engage them? So mm-hmm. what you're saying is, is like for a brand, you should take that first, you know, sort of a initial out the gate. Don't assume, you know, try some different things to see what mm-hmm. gets that engagement. Then once you figured it out, and you say, okay, this is, you know, this is, seems to be what's working. Okay. Now you can start to invest more seriously in that type of content. And then you drop the other things, you know, to be able to build up.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. So, and then I like the idea that you mentioned of from there, it's, you know, you're also engaging and seeing what they want to,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: what kind of content um, do they actually want? How does that usually like work out? Like, You know, when you've actually gone and asked that community and said, hey, what are you looking for? Like, what do you get for some of the responses and such, you know, for doing that?
1: Oh, we've got I've seen such crazy responses. You know, we had one of my clients, you know, has like one of those body massager guns.
2: Um, Oh, yeah, I know. Our first
1: target market was, you know, athletes, people who work out, you know, to massage your muscles. Mm -hmm. And one of the comments was like, oh, like, my daughter's really stressed over finals. Will this work for her? And we're like, oh, like, let's just see, get a college student, see if they enjoy it. Right. So it not only did that, you know, comment help us get more creative instead of just always showing, you know, people at the gym or after a run or, you know, using ice packs versus this massage gun, we got a student who was stressed and just needed like, you know, to decompress and use the massage gun. Uh, and not only did, you know, we create more content with that, but we got into a totally different market with that as well. Now, like uh, all these stressed college students, you know, we had, an influx.
2: Guns. <laughs>
1: we had an influx of purchases from this, for this e-commerce brand, because we, you know, shifted the conversation that way. So you never know what you're going to get in the comments. And some most times it's not just us outright being like, what would you guys like to see? It's just us filtering through the comments and creating like a reply video on TikTok or Instagram to that comment. And then you see, you know, it could go viral. You'll get more people commenting. So it's just like this whole comment relay pretty much that we go off of. Um, So that was one of the more, you know, crazier ones where our target audience kind of just, you know, fully switched for two months. And, yeah. you know, now we're, you know, their market is, you know, still obviously athletes and people who work out, but you know, it could be for the everyday person as well.
0: Yeah. That, that's an interesting thing. Cause it's like, um, it's digging through. So if you're paying attention to that conversation that's happening, you know, through your platform, you know, whichever, mm-hmm. you know, when you're on or multiple, uh, you're seeing where, it could possibly go from a sales standpoint and you're learning from that audience of what they Mm -hmm. want to kind of apply to. So it is um, opportunistic. Yeah. Yes. And it comes along. If you are actually, let's say you got to pay attention to what people are saying. Cause a lot of times businesses post, but they don't really pay attention. They don't read the comments and and whatnot.
1: Yes. And I think that's like the most important part, right? You're trying to give the people what they want as you know, any business owner. And then it, there's no point of you just you know putting out just what you want to put out because you're not fostering any type of you know loyalty or engagement or community. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is really important. Just filtering through what people are actually saying about you, whether it's negative or positive, you have to spin the negatives and let people know that you know, hey, this is what we actually are about. Or you know, some neg what I consider like negative comments are actually like people's genuine concerns, like can this hurt me? And then you have to like, you know, just make a more serious video being like, Oh, these are, you know, the side effects, the risks, like if there are any, and kind of like actually physically show them to be like, no, this m- massage gun, you know, has very low risk to hurt you and kind of, you know, you could create more content on that. Hmm. So I, I would say like everything's an opportunity to create content and all in all you're building a community. That's my biggest focal point is community building.
0: Okay so let's let's move into that then you know when it comes to strategies to actually build that community that that mm-hmm. following on each platform and, and you kind of dive into you know the platforms you're more familiar like I know I say depending on the platform the strategy can be a little bit different mm-hmm. yes. on how you actually build a community. So let's talk about that how do you go about building communities for brands?
1: So community building, again, it's, we look at our target audience and sometimes if, you know, the brand has no clue who their target audience is, they just have a product, right? We, you know, we have to brainstorm being like, you know, if it's like a Fitbit, um, you know, who's going to be more a Fitbit type thing, I should say, um, who's going to be more towards their target audience because it wouldn't make sense for, you know, like, uh, who should I say? Like, very, maybe like the older population, who's not as active anymore, right? That won't be your target market. But, you know, so we have to go to the target market and look at research. Again, this is where competitor research comes in handy, right? You're going to see what your competitors are doing. Who are they interacting with? Who's talking to them on social media? And pretty much, you know, there's a market for everyone and everything. There's space for everyone. We kind of build off of that being like, oh, okay, they're going for more of the 20 to 50 year olds who are active, let's try to focus on them. Or we can take it the complete other way being like, there are so many competitors who are marketing to 20 to 50 year olds, why don't we do, you know, 18 to 25 year olds, stick to a smaller one, that way you're more niche down. Um, so pretty much just you have to do a lot of competitive research and social listening seeing what people are saying about these type of products as a whole online and building your brand off of that and from there again it all goes back into you know putting out content seeing who's responding what type of responses you're getting getting and then fostering the community and when I mean fostering the community I just mean you know, Actually answering to them, reply to their comments, like, you know, like and comment on like, even like if someone says hi, you know, when especially as like a smaller business, you can take the time to be like, hi, welcome to like, Mm. you know, thanks for checking out our page. Yeah. Right. The bigger you get, obviously, you're going to be flooded with comments and likes, So you got to kind of pick and choose. Maybe the first two hours is where you're going to comment on everything and then kind of let it wean off. So there's different ways of, again, like not every brand is the same, but community building kind of essentially is, you know, put out content, reply, grow your community like that. Type
0: How do you of end up? Well, what are some of the things that you'd end up doing to build the following initially? You know, do you focus more on organic strategies, use paid you know, advertising and stuff, you know, because I say a lot of, we know that with most platforms, they only have so much reach until you build significant followings. Mm-hmm. Once you do, then each piece is seen more and more, you know, I say by a larger group of people, but how do you get there? You know, I say, if, you know, cause if you started with a hundred yeah. people or even a thousand people, how would you get to where, you know, you've got some good reach?
1: Yes, definitely. I always, always say start off with organic reach because if you're just putting out ads and you're brand new, zero followers, people are gonna come back to your page and be like, hmm, that like I know they're paying for this, right? They have zero followers, like how am I seeing their ads, right? And now you know your customers know when they're being, you know, yeah, when
2: sure. you're paying
1: for them to view your stuff. Um, so I always do until about eight hundred to a thousand followers. It's only organic. Um, I focus solely on organic and that's when we're cranking out content. We're posting like five to seven times a week. We're, you know, focusing on that community building. And once we get there and we see which video or um, graphic is doing the best, then if the company has the budget for it, we will push out paid ads. But I would say, you know, nowadays with so much like free marketing available, like especially with TikTok, like you like billions of users are on it. And as an e commerce business, again, that's another reason why I love doing e commerce, you can reach the entire world. Um, so it's very like I would say I am very pro organic um, reach, not so much paid. But if it needs to come down to paid to just, you know, around the holidays or the special like things coming up based around your product, yes, we do push paid, but that's not like my company's sole focus.
0: Well, each platform is a little bit different on how much, you know, or how long it can take on the organic. Do you have a mm-hmm. preference though? Cause like TikTok seems to be able to do more organic growth, you know, at least initially, yeah. you know, whereas Facebook, it can be really, you know, a lot yeah. more difficult now. So do you have a, your own preferences for e-commerce? Cause e-commerce can stretch across depending on what they sell Yeah. easily make use of most platforms.
1: Yes. Again. Um, so I, for e commerce businesses, I focus largely on TikTok and Instagram, on okay. um, Reels specifically. Um, so short video based content, essentially. And if my company does want to be on Facebook and I kind of push, you know, Facebook and Pinterest is a great one, um, we repurpose that content. So we're not fully like, you know, creating something completely different and new. We're just kind of posting content on everywhere and seeing where our target audience is the most. And again, we're on two to three different platforms um, for e-commerce on the professional side. I might use LinkedIn, but you know, for e-commerce brands, the products are what you know have to be sold, and that does better with short visual clips. Um, so TikTok, Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels—that's where we're mostly focused.
0: Okay. Um, So now let's talk about if you're on these platforms, how do you go generating customer loyalty? You know, how do you really, you know, People have short attention spans nowadays. So how do you keep them engaged coming back to the pages, being loyal to that brand and such, you know, cause brand loyalty has always been a, you know, a really big thing. You know, why do people buy, you know, certain, you know, why does people buy forward or, you know, because they're yeah. so loyal and they'll, they'll even get into arguments with, you know, about other brands and stuff that they're like, no, I, I do this and not that. You know, so how do you engage? How do you really build up that customer loyalty using social media?
1: Well, that's a great question. Customer loyalty too. And I'm very like, you know, forward to the brands I work with about this. Like we're again, if they wanted to just pump out content and get more sales, do paid advertising. But again, we're so much about organic reach and customer loyalty. It's just from the get go, putting in the captions. Hey, feel free to reach out to us via DM for any questions you have. Right. And we get some ridiculous, you know, Dion's being like, Hey, like just wanted to know, have a happy Tuesday or something. Right. And it's even that small comment being like, hope you have a happy Tuesday too. Mm. Right. And then that person gets, you know, you get a little like, Oh, this company like, you know, is whimsical or, you know, cares about my message Mm. pretty much. And it goes again, word of mouth is still the biggest form of marketing right? They'll yeah. pass that on be like, Hey, check out this page. I commented this on their thing and they replied back. And I've had two to three pages have a couple of um, content blow up that way, just because the comment section was really just fun and engaged, right? At that point, it doesn't matter if they're buying your products because you want them again, you know, in marketing, we know that people aren't going to buy your stuff the first time they see it. Yeah. Right. The more you interact and engage with them, you know they have to. You know, on average, I think it's like seven times before someone purchases from you. We just want to be the more a person comments on our stuff, the more we'll show up on their feed and on their friends' feeds, right? So we use that. We leverage, you know, really just engaging with people, hmm. um, and that's how we like, you know, how I like to help my brands grow.
0: You mentioned, you know, because we talk customer loyalty, you also have that downside. And you've mentioned a couple of times of how you deal with the negative Mm -hmm. comments and things that can come up. Can you go into that just a little bit more, especially because, um, you know, for you, uh, you know, you're not the brand, you know, you're the agency and you're representing them. So how do you deal with that? You know, just because business owners, it's how would they deal with it? But if they have some... uh, Essentially, a third party doing it on their behalf. How do you approach that?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, The businesses that I work with, they're very um, hands on. Like, they let me do my thing, but if we have, say, our latest negative feedback was for, let's say, um, this product that a part of it was broken, um, I immediately see that comment, reach out to the company owner, be like, you know, send them the link to that comment. I Me mean, like, okay, let's address this. What do you want to do? And 99% of the time, since it's e-commerce, just send out a different product, right? A yeah. new product. Um, so with e-commerce, I would say it's pre- a little bit easier to fix those, you know, reviews because most of the time it's for a broken or missing piece, um, you know, product defect. Um, so I would say about 100% of the time, it's, you know, apologize to them publicly. A lot other people see that okay, we are working that's... on the problem. And... Be like, hey, um, can you reach out to us via DM? We'll be happy to send you a new product or you know another version of whatever they're looking for.
0: Okay, that's kind of what I was wondering—is yeah. that public apology essentially yes. commenting to their comment and such? Yeah. I would assume, yeah, you know, so that other people can see.
1: Yes, it. I think it's very important for other people to, you know, when they click on the content and they see like just people complaining, they need to know that the company is doing something about it, not just being like, oh, whatever, like. We got their money, like let's just keep on going. No, it has to be this person's complaining about our product, let's resolve it and then you know, publicly resolve it. And you know, and we've had like more than a handful of instances where the people who receive the new product will hop on a video and be like, Oh, this company was so nice, I you know, commented that this doesn't work, they sent me this and show it. And then we use that as UGC all over again. So it's actually just, you know, it's kind of been win-win so far, knock on wood, hopefully it continues that way. Um, So, you know, just publicly apologizing. And I always tell my brand owners, being like, you know, it's very important that we are open to apologizing, righting our wrongs. Um, I do not work with... I've, you know, had initial calls with e-commerce owners that are like, no, we don't send out returns we don't you know offer returns and i'm like oh well i can't work with you then because to me like it's the because like you know i'm on social media i'm the front line of seeing what people are saying and yeah. it's like when i see a negative comments i kind of i'm like oh like they're well, coming at me so it's kind of to offset that and to like if i'm building a brand helping you build a brand we don't want a brand that people are like you know not gonna talk nicely about
0: yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of if they're not willing to offer returns or mm-hmm. some sort of exchange or whatever. Yeah. It's like, how do you you, you have no ammunition?
2: Exactly. You can
0: say, well, I'm sorry, but, you know, too bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and that's going to come across, too, because if you don't answer it, you, know, you either ignore the comment or you mm-hmm. answer the comment saying, you yeah, know, we're sorry it happened, but we have this policy. So either way, you yeah. look bad exactly. you know, for it. Yeah, so and, I can understand it. Yeah. yeah. And
1: coming from a competitor side, I when I do my competitor research, I see which brands aren't reaching out. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like, you know, it's business. Like we take their customers because we're, you know, being on the front lines, we're replying, we're making them feel good about the products. Right. You know, it's e-commerce. There's like only so many products. Like I work currently with two companies who sell the same thing. Right? So it's
2: mm-hmm.
1: but different audiences, thankfully and we work with different things um but again it's competitive research it's like oh are they doing this like let's do that let's hop onto that and so you kind of have to work off of you know the customer is your main priority
0: okay so my final question would be you know if you are a brand and you're trying to you know you've never really done social media or you've got something, maybe you're stagnant, you know, you've done a little bit here and there. How would you really advise them on getting jump started? Like, you know, just go through a couple of steps, do this, 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 you know, to get them, you know, going and engaged and also uh, long-term, you know, what kind of expectation should they be setting for themselves?
1: Of course. I would say if you are starting on social media as, and I'm speaking for like an e commerce brand, um, hop onto TikTok. Just start posting your product. Just, you know, show it in action. Show you using the product on whoever it's supposed to, you know, you're marketing it to be used on. Sometimes just open the product from the packaging that you have and post all of that content onto TikTok. And what you're going to do is, while that's on TikTok, you're also going to pick, pay- post the same content on Instagram reels and Facebook reels. Mm. you are just trying to get your product seen, your business seen. And again, this is after you have like your branding, your mark- logo, all of that, the same on all the pro- platforms. And from there, you're just going to, you know, start working on captions. Your caption shouldn't just be like, link in my bio, buy this. It should be like, this product solves this, right? Are you dealing with headaches? Try this right? Um, you're always talking to the customer's pain points. So talk about that. Just keep on posting content. I would say, again, two to three weeks, consistent posting. And when I mean consistent posting, that means at least once a day, right? If you have time and you're really awesome with it, two to three times a day, okay. right? And so you're filming you know, one to three videos a day and posting on three different platforms. So that's essentially... Getting your content seen, I, I know when it starts, it's very low, like, you know, a hundred people to like a thousand people. But the more people that watch your videos, stay on your video a little bit longer, the more it's going to be pushed out to other people. Um, and I would say that's how you start building your presence on social media. And once you start getting those first few comments in, you reply to every single comment, mm-hmm. whether it's just a high, like so many comments are just high you're going to say hi back, right? Yeah. And then you're going to start building up your following. And from there, and this is all the while you're still posting once a day, right? And repurpose your videos. So many people, I, I see so many brand owners kind of get into a panic like, oh, I don't know what else to film. No, just take what you already have, hop on a trend, like put trending music behind it or you know, chop up the video into different parts. Some people are you know, some videos that are only like four seconds long could go super viral versus the same video that that clip is from that's like 10 seconds long. So you never know what's going to take until it takes. Um, So it's just consistency. Just at first be consistent. And then once you find your brand voice, start, you know, talking to your customers in that brand voice. And it's just, it'll grow from there.
0: Yeah. And remember that, you know, social media is a long-term game. So, yes. yeah, I always advise people like either take it seriously or don't do it Exactly. Yeah, because if you're, if you don't have the time, you know, I say, cause if you, it's worse to like do it and then have it just totally fall off because you mm-hmm. don't have the time or the commitment you, and to see results, you've got to be willing to put in that time yeah. and social media can be effective, you know, whether you're, uh, you know an e-commerce brand, but then there's a lot of uh, other types of companies that can benefit mm-hmm. from them. You know, you just yeah. have to consider like who's your you know ideal customer. Are they really on those platforms? And you know what is your uh, ultimate goal? Exactly. You know? Okay, so this has been great, Jasmine. Um, how would people get a hold of you? You know, you are an e-commerce, uh, social media brand building expert. So how do we get a hold of you if uh, they want to talk?
1: Yes, I am on all my social media platforms, but I'm on LinkedIn. You can DM me straight on LinkedIn. Um, My page, Eximia Social, is also on LinkedIn. So you can DM me either on my personal page, Jasmine Hoppies, or on my company page, Eximia Social. And we can get talking from there.
0: Okay, great. Well, again, I'm your host, Cash Miller. I'm the CEO of Titan Digital. This has been a great episode. We've been talking about building your brand on social media, and it's been great having you. I appreciate it. Um, I think that wraps it up.
1: Thank you.